Everybody, right now I'm joined with Mario, who's going to be one of the first members in the 100K Club on Discord. And I've speaking to him a little bit before we started recording, but I've been doing these calls now for a few days straight and uh, they've been going well. But the goal of these videos is to basically introduce everybody, have them share a little bit about where they started, what they're currently working on. And the goal is that everybody in the 100K group can now put a face to the Discord username and hopefully be willing to share more and help everybody's business to continue to grow. So Mario, I've actually known you in person in the real world for a little while now. Um, so this call is a little different than most, but for everybody that that doesn't know you, um, can you just like let us know a little bit about maybe when you got started with e-commerce, maybe what you were doing before that, what your journey looked like in the beginning? Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, Mario, everyone, nice to meet you. So I started e-commerce in at the end of 2017 um, was when I first got my store going, got everything set up. 2018 was like a learning year for me, just implementing, growing everything, um, really just getting everything in place. And then it probably wasn't until 2019 where my store really started to take off um, and I started to see sales. And so like for me, I kind of just went all in. I just burned the boats and just went for it. Um, and it was a little rocky at first, you know, and I think the money that I had saved up, I, I was down to like my last few thousand dollars and I just, but I just never gave up. And I knew if I just keep just going after it, um, trying to find people who are already successful, um, I would be able to just learn from them, take whatever I could, any nuggets and just apply them. And that's what I did. And I was able to just start seeing success in 2019 and 2020. It just exploded like crazy. Um, and then, yeah, then every year since then, it's been it's been going great. So um, other than my background, all I really had in e-commerce was some eBay background, just selling stuff on eBay. So I kind of knew how to fulfill orders. I knew that customer service was very important when it comes to an online business. Um, I had some success with eBay, so I just knew like fulfilling products, how to design a product page. So I, I, I had some like there was some I, I kind of had a foundation, but it wasn't like I didn't have a business foundation. I just knew like you got to be on top of it, answer emails, great customer service. Um, and then after just going through the DSL course and really like learning how to operate it was that was when I was just able to really take it to the next level. Yeah. And I know from speaking with you that customer service obviously is, is huge because obviously you're selling very high yeah. ticket products. And it's funny, um, a call I was recently on with uh, another guy that's going to be in this group, Steve, he was saying that before he started with his dropshipping store going to Shopify, he was selling on Amazon and he actually used the same suppliers when he switched, but he always tries to have amazing customer service, but with selling on other platforms, eBay, I know you have a little more control, but with Amazon, he said like, there was no way to even update people. So the, you know, the, the feedback he would get from customers was, was not that great. And when he switched to Shopify, it just made things so much more easy because he can actually email people and call them and, you know, let them know where their order is and what's going on. And it's so important for the, yeah. the high ticket stuff. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, see how that, uh, that, that was a good skill to have and how you can even take it to the next level when you're selling through your own platform. But when you switched from eBay to, to Shopify, you didn't do the same products, right? Did you find something totally new and just, yeah, start kind of start over with product research? Yeah, definitely. So I just went to a whole, you know, like I, I just went into a whole new category. Like on eBay, it was just, you know, uh, what do you call it? Retail arbitrage, just mm -hmm. finding things from reselling them. But when I went into Shopify, I did the whole product research, went on to Google, 
just was brainstorming of things that I thought would sell well. And I just started plugging them in and going through the charts and seeing what was uh, seasonal, seeing what was selling all year. And then from there, like I had a few categories, but when I looked at a few categories and I seen that there was like a handful of them that were in the same niche, but they were just different. They were different products. But it just kind of for me, I was like, huh, maybe I should just take all of these and group them and just make one store with all of these categories and then be able to go up and down and sideways and and just niche like crazy. So I did that and it was probably the best thing I could have did because I was able to bring on a lot of manufacturers, um, sm small mom and pop ones to big corporation ones and was really able to just grow my store to have a diverse catalog of products that um, people were looking for in the same industry, um, but seasonal. So it, it, it worked out great. Yeah. That, and I love that. And do you remember like not what product or anything, but do you remember your first sale on your Shopify store and like where that came from? Yeah, definitely. I remember the manufacturer. I remember the product, man. I remember yeah. when I got that sale and I heard the ching ching, like it was crazy. I, I think my heart just kind of like sank and I was just like, Oh my gosh, what do I do now? And um, although I had it priced very wrong, I didn't think about the shipping costs. You know, I just had it at a uh, map and when I, I think I ended up making like a few bucks, but right then and there, I was able to recognize, okay, like sh I can't sell these products at map because shipping is going to be a little expensive. So I either got to bump them up to retail or I got to somehow, you know, factor in the shipping costs. So right from the very get go, I was making adjustments and making, just changing things that I thought you know, I would need to moving down the road. So, um, yeah, as soon as I got that sale, it just was like the work began, you know, it just yep, started. Yep. Right there. Like it validates it. Okay. People will trust my store. They're willing to buy from it. Now let's get it as profitable as possible. Now right. just to ask you quickly, cause I'm sure people will think like, okay, well, you know, if I sell at map and I have a competitor that sells at map and then I mark my prices up, why will still be, why will people still choose me? So based on your experience now of doing this for years and years and years, what, what do you believe is the reason that you still do get many high ticket orders when potentially you have competition out there selling or listing for less. Yeah. I mean, number one, I get people call us all the time and just say, um, I'm just going to, it's reviews, reviews, mm -hmm. reviews, reviews, and like customer service. People will go to your website. They're going to read the reviews. They're going to see what people are saying about your store. And at first you just got to do whatever you can do to accumulate those reviews. But once you get a good amount on your store, People are going to go, they're going to look at them, they're going to read them, they're going to call you, they're going to say, hey, Mario, like, I seen you have this product, it's a few, you know, $100 more than this other person, but I can't get a hold of nobody there, and I read your reviews, and they're awesome, I'm just going to go at you, you know, do you think you can work on the price? And sometimes I'll be like, yeah, we can take a few, you know, maybe 50 bucks, 100 bucks off, and they're like, cool, I'll take that. And so it always comes down to reviews and what people are saying about your customer service. I think that's so good too for people to hear because, you know, let's say you do have certain suppliers, maybe it's not all of them, but where, you know, the margins are tight. And what some people will do is just say, well, I'm only going to list at this price. I'm only going to sell at map. And then what will happen is they'll get sales and some of them will have, you know, a couple bucks profit. Some will be negative and then you can't sustain that. So maybe they'll get sales in the beginning, but over time, they're not going to answer their phones anymore because they're going to have people calling that are mad. They're going to get negative reviews online. So really, if you want to play this game, you know, for the long term and do what I you know recommend, which is trying to build a, a store that can grow exponentially over time, really customer service is the name of the game. And if that means you're selling your products for more, 
people still realize, you know, people when they're spending lots of money on products and, you know, sometimes that could be a thousand bucks. Sometimes that could be 15,000 bucks. They are going to look into that purchase before they buy. So yeah, if something's a few hundred bucks more, even a thousand dollars more on a very high ticket product, they're going to buy from the person that answers and from the store that isn't crushed online saying, don't trust this company. So I think that's great advice for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, even to what you said, like in the beginning, man, I've lost thousands of dollars on just like, not having things priced correctly and people would call and say, you know, what are you going to do? And like, at first I would just be like, I'm going to fulfill the order and lose a couple hundred bucks, but just make sure I get a review from them, you know? And like, mm -hmm. I would, and for me, like it, it worked out, you know, you, like you said, you can't sustain that. So you got, you got to figure out quick, like, money no definitely and just like final thing before we you know wrap up this part that i'll share with um everybody in the group like i'm, I'm curious you, you said you know you had like basically a year of learning and then a year of growth and then from there it really just took off um do you think like i don't know any of those inflection points there were any big takeaways or anything that really changed with maybe what you were doing with marketing or just the business in general that you know any any huge point of the business where things really did decide to start to grow obviously outside of COVID starting that uh, you think would be beneficial to to share with everybody yeah, my ads. I think for sure it was my ads. Um, I had a lot. I was running traffic to a lot of low ticket products um, that just were converting like crazy, but my profit was super low. And so I I ended up going into my into some into some process and I just excluded anything that was like under. I think I even went under 500. Anything under 500, I excluded it. And I only had products that were 500 and up that were getting traffic. And when I made that switch and I got rid of all those low ticket products, um, man, I just started to see higher ticket sales. Boom, boom, boom. You know, now my average card value is like almost, it's pretty close to like 2000. Yeah. Just getting rid of the, the low ticket. I, yep. It's just not profitable. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love that because you're spending the same amount of money on ads, except now when the sales come through, you're, you're working with money to actually grow the business, reinvest. So I think that's uh, awesome and people can can use that as a takeaway. Um, yeah, so uh, I, again, I appreciate it and congratulations on everything thus far and really looking forward to having you in this group and uh, yeah, being part of the, the next levels of growth of everybody. So again, awesome work on everything. Thanks for sharing that. And um, yeah, we will uh, be kicking this group off on Wednesday. What's up, everybody? Anton Crilly here again, just hopping on to say I hope you got value and at the very least some motivation to build your own high ticket dropshipping store with Dropship Lifestyle. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you're not already, and please do leave a review. It means a lot and I read them all. Also, if you are a member of Dropship Lifestyle who has done over 100K in sales, you are eligible to join our 100K club for free. All you need to do is send an email to support at dropshiplifestyle.com and my team will let you know what to do. I'll post that information in this podcast description. And if for some reason you're listening and you are not yet a member of Dropship Lifestyle, I would definitely encourage you to register for a brand new free training that I am hosting. 
at dropshipwebinar.com. Link for that will be in the description as well. And if you do want to use Shopify and get a very special deal for Dropship Lifestyle subscribers, I will also post a link to that in the description. So check that out. Thank you. I appreciate you. Stay motivated, keep working, and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Dropship Lifestyle Podcast. See everybody.